to the latest episode of Every Fan for Himself. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jaron Jolly. And I'm Jason Kenny. It's been a while since we've uh, been with you guys. Had some out-of-town co-hosts. I was one of them, actually. I was the other. Yeah, Jay's just been around. I think I was also there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back. We're back. Uh, you had two reserve episodes recently. We've had some good reception from those. Thanks yeah. so much for the support, mm-hmm. you guys, for listening. And a quick shout-out to The Revelator. Uh, he's <laughs> our kind of our first real fan. Oh, he's yeah. emailed us. He's the only one, so we're going to give him a shout-out. Yeah. Revelator, thanks so much for, for reaching out. We're really happy to have you on board. Yeah. So keep up the good work, and we're happy. He's given us some great suggestions, too. Absolutely. We'll do it. We'll do yeah. the suggestions, yeah. so email us and talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do anything you tell us to do, <laughs> honestly. Well, there goes and this podcast <laughs> quality. Um, but yeah, so thanks for that, and thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in. Before we get to the episode, uh, a bit of news and updates, specific news for the podcast. Oh, yeah, this is so the exciting. The biggest, most specificest for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we we reached out to Salt Lake Comic Con. Um, it's it's in, it's September 21st to the 23rd. And we actually got to, uh, we managed to get some press passes. Managed by the skin of our teeth, by Eli's, like, I don't know, conniving, what I call it? Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I sent, there's a press application. I tried emailing because there's specific requirements for, the press passes and we don't need to get into those, but I noticed that we didn't meet all of them. And I was thinking, and it would still probably be beneficial for us to be there for, first of all, for us, obviously, but then for Salt Lake Comic Con, because we're a local group. We we're gaining more of a following. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I sent in an application and like checked the boxes. And then there's like a little section for comments. And I honestly, it was a five paragraph essay (laughs) on why (laughs) we should get press passes. And Someone must have listened. I know. They were smiling down on us, and we actually got press passes. I don't think I've ever been that happy. When you, like, sent us the text, like, guys, oh. I got us three press passes. <laughs> I have never been that happy no. since, like, <laughs> I was a boy. There's a, there's a, a, a true joy that oh, yeah. comes with that. I mean, but, and that's, we're, we're so excited because that's access all three days. We get to, I yeah. mean, we get access to celebrities, um, if they're willing, <laughs> um, access to panels. So we want to give you guys just the real Salt Lake Comic Con experience. And it, it'll be valuable for anybody across the nation or world um, listening just because there's still going to be news and nerd topics and nerd things. So oh, please yeah. stay tuned in. Um, I know we've, we're playing with the idea of what to do actually for that Saturday because we're going to be there that Saturday. Yeah. That's typically when we record. Might try and even just record an episode there. Yeah. I well, think that'd be cool. It might be some background noise, so but it'd be cool. live. I think it'd be so fun. Yeah. So, yeah, we, I mean, we've been throwing around some ideas and we have some fun stuff planned, but yeah. we'll have, you know, a pretty chunky, big, thick uh, Comic-Con episode that'll be yeah. chock full. Here's yeah. the thing. I want to ask Elijah Wood, who would be a better dad between Goddard and R2-D2? Yeah. I want to know what he thinks. I want to know if he knows who Goddard is. Is that like, is he too old? Has he maybe seen like, Jimmy Neutron? Um, I feel like he's... I feel like he's the kind of guy who maybe has seen Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, well, I think he's in his 30s. Yeah, it came out when he was probably our, like our age or a little bit our younger. Age now, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was oh, it would would have been what, like, fifteen years ago. Yeah, a while ago. Does that sound right? 
Yeah, maybe a little bit more. Huh. But no, that's uh, that's those are the kind of yeah. questions I want to ask some yeah. celebrities, unrelated, unrelated, about them. Yeah, like Stephen Amell. Yeah, Stephen Amell from <laughs> Arrow. Dick Van Dyke is gonna be. I think that's yeah. huge. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah, a big true. deal. Chitty <laughs> <laughs> Chitty Bang Bang, Mary Poppins, Mary Tyler Moore okay, Show. Are you still going? <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. No. You're listening, Dick. We are coming for you. <laughs> Once again, we know you're listening, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and Elijah, obviously. Stephen, John Barenthal's gonna be there. We're so excited. I like, we're geeking out. Yeah, Yeah, I like John Barenthal. So we're excited. So look forward to those. And if you're local, swing by. We're going to be there all three days. Um, Maybe not as long on Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, we're going to try and get there as much as we can. And we're going to try and make like hats and t-shirts and stuff. So come get some swag. Um, Come meet us. We're going to, hopefully we'll be repping EFFH um, swag ourselves Mm -hmm. too. So, I mean, it might be easy to find us. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get some pictures we're gonna up like, of us on Facebook, yeah. maybe, so you guys can know what to look for if you go to yeah, Comic Con. Totally. We're gonna get like a pair of jean codes, and we're gonna like rhinestone EFFH That's on right. the pants. Oh, yeah. Like it's gonna be really. We're cool. gonna get a bedazzler, yeah. like we're a Mary a J. Blige music yeah. video. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but um, that's exciting. <laughs> so thank you, yes, Salt Lake Comic Con, so much uh, for these press passes. We'll not let you down. We're going to yeah. provide some good quality content for the Comic Con and for you listeners. We're really, mm-hmm. really excited. Totally excited. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's our biggest news yeah. just for, for us and for you guys. Come come find us there at Comic Con. Yeah. Come find us. Well, I've got some other news that um, is it's pretty exciting, I think. So... For example, you know about the the Teen Titans live action thing yeah. that they're doing mm-hmm. on the DC like streaming service totally. that they've thrown mm-hmm. out there. Well, they've cast a whole bunch of people. I don't think we've announced any of them because we haven't recorded news in a long time. Yeah, right. Um, so the most recent ones, Alan Richson is going to play Hawk, and Minka Kelly is going to play Dove. Now, uh, those are kind of like minor characters in the comic book world. Yeah. they're cool characters. But I want to talk about Alan Richson real quick because I wanted him to be Shazam, and I'm mad that he's not Shazam. Okay, <laughs> and you know who's rumored to be Shazam? The kid or the adult? The adult. Uh, no. I just want to guess. Um, is it? Think about it, dude. If Black Adam is being played by The Rock, Kevin Hart. <sighs> oh my gosh! Are you kidding? Stone Mark Col- Wahlberg. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Close, Jaren. Are you joking? John Cena! Oh my god. I'm waving my hand in my face if you can't see. I don't know wow. how to feel but about that. But that's just a rumor. So, like, that's <laughs> I not necessarily. That. I no, could see Mark Wahlberg. He, he actually, like, if you look at it, like, he does kind of look the role. Yeah, he, I mean, he's he got the chin. I don't think he has he's the got acting bobs. He does. I, I he's been he's in a, a pretty good actor, dude. He's like, been I in think actually, stuff. he's got. I think he is pretty good. He was in an episode of Psych. He was. That's exactly what I was thinking. That gives him the credentials. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I th- he was good in Psych. He was really good he in Psych. He plays Detective O'Hara's brother okay. in the army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but they've also cast, um, let's see, Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Yeah. They've cast a Starfire and Raven. I know that they cast um, Brenton Thwaites as yes. Dick Grayson. And I like him. He's from The Giver. Um, I'm just glad. And, I, well... Maybe this is mean. I'm glad it's not Drake Bell. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love Drake, and I, I love Drake and Josh. He's not Like, I honestly Dick don't know, because, like, for those listening who don't know what we're talking about, yeah, Drake sent out a bunch of tweets that hinted at him being cast as Nightwing. Right. Yeah, like, he pretty sent cryptic. out a picture of um, a night suit and a pair of hot wings. Like, yeah. yeah, like like a night, like a suit night of armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like Nightwing, and then just a picture of a Robin. Yeah. yeah. The and bird. I, I feel like fans of the world over just rolled their eyes at that, like... <laughs> Yeah. And so we're like, 
but now we're just like, why did he do that? Yeah. Was he just, was it Maybe talks? it's like a cartoon. Was he in talks of it? Maybe, or, you know, maybe he maybe. might be doing the voice of or it. Maybe he's honestly, maybe he's in yeah. the DCU as, he maybe is Robin. Yeah, maybe. Like Ben Affleck's Robin. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which, I mean, I still don't really, I, I, I would just choose other people. If he's like. <laughs> but Drake, if you're listening, I really love you. Love yeah. you, man. Yeah. If he's like a Jason Todd and makes like a flashback of him dying, like that's fine. <laughs> as long as he's dead on screen, I'd be pleased. Um, what, what I saw you... that he reconciled with Josh. Did you yeah. guys hear about that? Yeah. This is really nerd news, but Josh. Um, <laughs> sorry, what's his actual Peck. name? Yeah, Josh Peck. Josh he is actually Josh Peck. Yeah, and he's drink- yeah I forgot mm. that they like kept their names. Mm. Josh Peck got married. Uh, John Stamos was there because they're in a show together now. Drake was not invited. Mm, and Drake was like, Okay, well, I guess Kaiser ties are cut now, but I think it was at the VMAs or something like that, MTV Awards, something like that. They reconciled. They did. Um, as we know, like a lot of comic book characters go through different like phases and like uniforms and stuff. In the new Avengers movie, it is said that Hawkeye mm-hmm. is going to be Ronin. He's mm-hmm. gonna yeah, he's not gonna be Hawkeye for mm-hmm. the next movie. He's gonna be Ronin. What's Ronin? It's kind of like how Captain America is Nomad. He's also Captain America, but he's also Nomad. Because we had okay. Like, so what, what's the difference between Ronin and Ronin? <laughs> I think it's the same thing. I didn't want to confuse it with Ronin the Accuser from yeah Ar- from yeah. Guardians of oh. Galaxy. That's why I'm trying to. Is it spelled the same? No, it's spelled. No. It's Ronin. R O N I N. Yeah, like the Japanese. Wait, like how's Ronin, Ronin spelled? R O N A N. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I would have if I had to guess. I would have said I. Okay, Ronin and Ronin. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So yeah, he's gonna be taking on that new role. Will they um, call him that? Actually, have they ever called him Hawkeye? No, no. they haven't even called There's him. There's always just Barton. Nah, Clint. Yeah. Clint. <laughs> yeah. um, there's also rumors that uh, Captain America will be Nomad. So that'd be kind of cool. I mean, he's got that beard. He does. He's got the beard. Which, mm. best iteration so far. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so dope. <laughs> looks um, good. He looks really good. Yeah, he looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst all of the news that we've missed, the last thing I'm going to say is uh, DC's comic book event um, Dark Knight's Metal oh, that we've yeah. been seeing about. It's just topped the charts. Like, the sales are pretty ridiculous on it, so that's Dang, exciting. Sweet. I'm so excited to read it. I know it's been out for a mm-hmm. while, but I'm just kind of waiting for them to release a bunch so I can just grab a yeah, ton and, yeah. and binge it. But that's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. And really, like, that's all I'm going to say about news. Right. Sweet. Um, brief news from me other than uh, Comic-Con. Last Jedi, Star Wars The Last Jedi, is mm-hmm. within 100 days of release. Mm-hmm. Um, as we get closer, we're going to talk. We're, we'll have an episode on theories and oh, I think like a pre- characters. Once we get the next, the, the last trailer, probably we'll evaluate that and mm-hmm. whatever extra things we've received. Um, but I'm so, so excited. So excited for Porgs. Dude, you know, <laughs> also, I've oh, been sorry. diving into that theory and rumors so hard. Oh, I'm swimming I'm in speculation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Episode nine lost its director. Yeah, Colin Trevorrow is gone. He's not doing it. That is. Yeah, I'm actually. I'll be honest. I'm not that bummed about that. I I I like Jurassic World, but I wasn't blown away. He's not a Ryan Johnson. I don't. I I agree. And so people are talking. Okay, now what? You know, who are we gonna see? Um, So there's there's obviously speculation and and lists that come out who we'd like to see. Um, I actually like this suggestion that I read for episode nine. Brad Bird. Interesting. He did. He's done mm-hmm. Mission Impossible's. He did The Incredibles. He did, Incredible. he did Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Those are all good movies. Yeah, I think he's got some chops. He can. He really blends action and comedy and kind of heartfelt 
moments well. Okay. And I, I think I would love to see that in Star Wars. Because he plays well to kids and adults, which is right, I he think does. a lot of what he Star does. Wars is. He is. And call me crazy, okay? Crazy. Yes. <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Hey, crazy. Oh. Chris Nolan. This is the biggest movie no, franchise in the would, world. No, I he is no, the highest paid it. director no, in the world. There's no world. way. No, no, I say no. No oh, way. Gosh. Just because he's highest paid doesn't mean he's a Star Wars director. Uh, I guess. I mean, you might I as well just it. make it an art house film. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's got his own thing. Like, I guess he, he doesn't need like Star Chris Wars. Be Chris. <laughs> right. And uh, Star Wars doesn't need him, I don't think. I, uh, maybe not, but. I think Ryan Johnson's a really good choice, though. Oh, he's perfect. Because this guy can do, like, the twists and the turns and, mm-hmm. like, the big action sequences. I'm excited. And John Boyega said months and months and months ago um, when he read the script that it's for episode eight. It's a lot darker than yeah. episode seven. He said it's going to leave everyone kind of like freaking good, like, yeah. like kind of breathless. So, yeah, I'm so excited. Don't I think kill Luke, don't kill Luke, don't kill Luke, don't kill Luke, kill him, kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that for me. Yeah. Okay. So the last little <clears throat> bit of news that was kind of it's like this whirlwind of news. It was like this one thing, and the next minute it was another thing. So they announced a Joker origin movie, mm-hmm. not inside the DC movie universe. Yeah. Um, so th- basically that means not Jared Leto. Yeah, not connected not to the current to Justice, Justice League, League yeah. at all. It's really weird. Um, they'd announced Todd Phillips, the guy who directed The Hangovers, yeah. <laughs> as the director, produced by Martin, Martin Scorsese and potentially starring Leonardo DiCaprio as the Joker. <laughs> that sounds like the most confusing movie. <sighs> it sounds so misplaced. Like, sounds... I don't remember if we they touched don't, on this. We don't need that, though. A few weeks ago, just talking about how DC is going to start doing little one-off, unique takes on yeah. their characters, but this is going to be this first Joker one. And well, I think the the, <sighs> the confusing part about it is Joker does not have a set origin, and that's part of his kind mm-hmm, of yeah. mythos. Is he he doesn't have yeah. no one knows just depending where it comes on from. what you read or what happens. Right. And even Christopher Nolan did that when talking about how he got right. these scars. Joker even in that movie had two different stories, which, for is, how he which got was these awesome. Scars. And I loved that. So I don't know. And I just, I mean, I, I could see DiCaprio do an okay Joker, but yeah. I just don't think I want to. I think it'll end up being a, a Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor. I think he's uh, going to try and be too into it. Yeah. So no disrespect to Leo, but, yeah. <laughs> but a little bit. So ever since <laughs> it came out and if you haven't seen it, go, go buy like all of the seats, go buy it. like four seats and, and watch it. I've seen, seen it twice. It. I'm too scared. <laughs> I've seen it twice and it came out a day ago. <laughs> um, but ever since that, like a lot of people want Bill Skarsgård to be the Joker. He would do so good. He would do. Good. He's already a clown. Would he do so good? Oh my gosh! And like, it, he's just like I know, but animated. he's it. Like the thing is, like I feel like if typecast you, him as yeah. clowns. <laughs> the problem is with that is I don't want him to make the Joker too much like the it. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Pennywise needs to be his own yeah. character. We gotta cast Stellan Skarsgård as the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, let's get Alexander. Oh, the handsomest Joker in the world. Yeah. Actually, I'm not. Heath Family. Ledger's so handsome. Family of <laughs> I could see it. Dude, Jared Leto's way handsome. Here. But not okay, so is, Yeah, I'll take it back. Sorry. The two previous Jokers we've had have both been very handsome. Very good looking men. Not as Joker. So besides, besides Jared that, still as Joker. Um, they announced another, D- within the DC movie universe, they announced a spinoff film, Harvey versus the Joker. Which nobody wants. No one is cares. That, does that mean that whoever they cast in this weird spinoff Joker is going to be the Joker in the Harvey versus? No. It, like, no. If it's, it's so dumb. Did they actually announce that? Yeah, they did. It's official. They, they announced it. And they said they were going to replace the Gotham Sirens movie, but then they said no, they'll keep both. So the deal is, it's, it's outside much. of the DCEU. Yeah. Which um, one? The, the Joker Todd, the Todd Phillips movie. one. Yeah. yeah. So what they're claiming is it's part of a different universe. They're creating like different 
Like wow, playing with the multiverse. The multiverse episode last You're episode. Welcome. Go listen to it right now. If you haven't listened to it, stop right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep listening. Stop right now. Finish this episode. <laughs> and uh, listen to the multiverse and then hop in. We'll and just hop room. into this tub. Hop <laughs> tub. So, yeah, that's why they're casting a different person. If they do Harley versus the Joker, it's going to be within the DC Extended Universe. So it'll be Margot and Jared. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, my. Yeah. DC. But here's the thing. Two thumbs down. Dude, give us a Shazam movie. Give us a Flash movie. Give us, give us a good a Green Batman Lantern. Movie. Give us Green Lantern before anything. Yeah, man. Yeah. Give us a good Green Lantern. No one cares about Harley and Joker. No, we don't. Nobody cares Nobody about cares Gotham about... City Sirens. No. Nobody cares okay? about random Joker origin. Cause... Oh and then, you know what's going to happen is that, oh, well, I, I don't want to discriminate, but like Uh-oh. less educated comic book fans or like oh. fake fans are going to be like, this is where Joker came from. Right. And when someone tries to argue, they're like, the movie. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't know. You, you can see an empire no. crumbling. <laughs> Yeah, I just totally. think, I mean, unless what what I would like about the Joker origin is if they made a new story. So right. don't do any of the of his various don't origins the falling from into the, the comics. Don't do the that. vat. Don't do the failed comedian mm-hmm. thing. Just give us something totally new. I'd be okay with that, right. honestly. And, like, I don't want him to have a name, though. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want them to give him, like, Jack Napier, like, yeah. Batman 1998. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, Glenn Smith. <laughs> just random. <laughs> I was to my mind. Oh. <laughs> is that one? No, just random. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I agree. So I'm struggling with that. But yeah. that's what I, I mean, what they said was that these are going to be unique takes, one-off takes on these characters. So maybe yeah. it will be yeah. a little more... Take more liberties. Creative license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, honestly, right. I could see it being great, but I could see it being so bad. Probably more that. What yeah. if they got absolutely nowhere in the movie and they didn't actually give him an origin because they just kept saying multiple origins? I'd be more okay with that, but still just the concept of them making a Joker origin movie that's like Martin Scorsese-esque, like taxi driver kind of thing. I don't know. I think, I, know. I, I just think that they make with it. all the dick jokes of a Todd Phillips movie. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. With, with, with all the male bravado of a Todd <laughs> Phillips film. I think if we, I don't know. I'm just worried. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, let's let's leave it at that. Yeah, we'll we'll end on that note for news and uh, get into the episode this mm. week all about death. <laughs> We're talking about death across nerddom. Um and we'll kind of lay it out one at a time in each category. We've each brought to the table um Funniest, saddest, most satisfying, least satisfying, and most honorable deaths. Mm-hmm. And we'll uh, we'll just start right off with the funniest death in nerddom. <laughs> um, Jake, why don't you go first with funniest death in Ooh. nerddom? With funniest death, I have a good one. Okay. <laughs> so if you guys have ever seen <laughs> the movie Live and Let Die starring Roger Moore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, dude. James Bond. James Bond. Yep. James Bond. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a bad guy called Dr. Kananga. If you remember him, he was a drug lord guy and, and like a dictator he of this myth school. Yeah. His name's place. Kananga. <laughs> yeah. So he has this scene at the very end where uh, James Bond puts like these inflatable like pellet, like capsules, like CO2 cartridge or something in okay. his mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. He inflates like a balloon up to the ceiling, pops like a balloon. Okay. <laughs> like there's no blood or anything. It was a balloon. He literally just popped. He just pops, okay? Oh, my and then, <laughs> And then James Bond quips, 
uh, something like he always did have an inflated opinion of himself. Oh my <laughs> word! I hadn't seen that. Holy cow! <laughs> so literally good. The screenwriters <laughs> of like Willy Wonka were like, let's try James Bond. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's really good, Jay. Yeah. Wow. Just Solid. imagine that in a <laughs> in a recent. Like, imagine one of Daniel Craig's villains inflating <laughs> like a balloon. Yeah. Oh, Javier Bardem, like. <laughs> <laughs> so different time. I've got one more on that, but it's very short, mm-hmm. and it, like, doesn't kind of count. So <laughs> the only reason I put this as funniest is the way it happened. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's Jason Todd's death in the comic books. Jeez. The, and it's a very sad bar? death, but the reason why I say it's funny is because he was literally voted to die, and that's oh, funny. Oh, that's right. That's Be- right. I forgot about that. He the the writer asked the fans to vote in if they wanted off. Robin to die or yeah. not, and they voted to kill Robin. Yeah. It's actually a horrible death. Though. It is a, with a crowbar yeah, and then Joker gets like blown beats up. him with a crowbar and then blows up the shed that he's. It's awful. It is awful. But the way it all yeah, came down, the fact that they voted, they're like, yeah, kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Kind that's of fair. Jer, funniest, yeah. funniest. funniest death. Okay, so you guys might disagree with me, but just growing up, I always thought that although kind of grisly pretty funny and always made me happy and made me laugh jurassic park the lawyer on the toilet oh. <laughs> the t-rex grabs him <laughs> off the toilet no that's funny yeah and off the toilet i good. love how somehow everything like the whole shed falls apart including the other toilets just leaving him on the toilet <laughs> like <laughs> and he just he just gets, gets eaten at. and for some reason that just just brought a smile to my face <laughs> <laughs> that's good no that's, that's yeah, funny i thought it was hilarious <laughs> um i haven't actually seen all of this movie but I watched the clip and it is I mean I've seen bits and pieces and it is funny um in Deadpool the oh. Zamboni death <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so yeah. Deadpool's chasing down a bunch of bad guys to going through this web of, of bad guys to try and get to one and along the way I mean he's just killing a lot of guys and then it shows us they're at like a, an ice skating rink and this guy has, he has his legs like chopped off or he's like mm-hmm. he's crawling on the ice yeah and Deadpool is driving a Zamboni slowly behind yeah. him, like laughing, like, you're about to be killed by a Zamboni. Yeah. And it's really funny. Like, that's a purposefully funny and just, like, I thought it was actually really funny. Just, really you know, <laughs> and that's Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Like, that was right. that's like, the thing. It's just funny. I feel like you could just say the entire movie Deadpool is a compilation the funniest of, like, funny as death. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, no, good ones. I like that's those. a solid. No, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Saddest. Saddest. Death. Oh my okay, this is. Let's start with Jer. This was tough. Saddest this was tough. deaths. This was tough. Um, <laughs> I would honestly have to say. Oh man, I said Dumbledore. I oh don't yeah. Know. And, and not only in the movies. I mean, I guess I'll collectively say the movie and the book because mm. the movie it is sad, but in the book. When you're like reading about everyone with their wands, like pointed up to like commemorate him to get rid of the dark mark mm. in the in the um, in the sky, I don't know. It's just like, hey man, he went before his time and he was defending Malfoy, and mm. I guess he didn't go before his time. No, no, it was exactly his time. He planned it. Actually, I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like the character was concerned at yeah. that point, it's like, oh, yeah, why we, we needed him? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was incredibly, incredibly sad. Hmm. That was sad. I'll be honest. There were a few more deaths in Harry Potter that were more sad. To I, me. I I thought about Snape and I thought no, about not ooh. for me. Serious? Fred. Fred was oh, so that sad. Was very sad. That was so sad because it was so well acted. It was, <laughs> by the I'm talking about the, oh the books, the okay. books too. Sorry. You know, because in the book, like it really is like a heart wrenching moment. 
because Percy makes a joke. And then Fred's like, Percy, did you just make a joke? And dies. Dies with a smile on his face. Yeah. That, like, that tore me up. That, that was sad. <laughs> I don't know. I And Lupin and Tonks died. I don't know. Sorry. I, I don't want to, like, fight you on this. No, but I, in my opinion, just like so this. black, yeah. That was sad. But in my <laughs> opinion, I just think, like, he was he was always so, just from the beginning, so loving and so sweet and so wise. And he was always, like... He was there for Harry. I mean, I'm especially thinking like in the first two in a couple books when he's before he kind of has like this emotional. <laughs> what's wrong with you know? <laughs> what's wrong with Dumbledore? But I don't know. I just no. I I I, I so it was heart wrenching for yeah. me. Okay. When I read it, I cried. Um, my saddest between two. Mm-hmm. One Mufasa. Oh sure. And Lion King. <laughs> oh, like first of all, like that's I don't know. Disney typically with their deaths, they're a little more veiled, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. But straight up, like Simba, like at his dad's corpse, like crying, like "Dad, get up!" Like, holy cow, <laughs> brutal. That's like really like even now today, if I watch it, it gets me choked up. Yeah, you know, that's really and the betrayal, and he's such a good man. I lion, <laughs> good-hearted American. He was a good man. No, but like. You know, you see the the awesome moment when he comes and rescues Simba from the hyenas, and he's, like, mad, but then they have this moment under the stars, and then he dies. Rough. Really, really tough. That's really sad. Um, the other one for saddest for me, even though it didn't last, was Ash Ketchum in the Pokemon movie. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I remember. Is this Pokemon 2000? Uh, no, that was the, the one with, with Lugia, right? No, no, Pokemon, no, Pokemon 2000 was the one. With, this is Pokemon mm. the movie. The saddest part of that. Is, this, is that the one that Mew and Mew too, right? Yeah, Pokemon yeah. the movie is that. I thought that, that was 2000. No, it's not. I'm it's pretty sure Pokemon 2000 is, is the one with like Lugia and the guy who's trying to catch all the legendary okay. birds. I know that one, though. But, so, in, in the fight. So, first of all, it starts already sad because all of these, like, Pokemon that... Okay, also, you have to understand, I watched this... I was a big, I love Pokemon. That's a big part of my childhood, right? Mm-hmm. And so you guys might be like, Pokemon's not sad, loser. First of all, <laughs> this is a nerd podcast, so back off. Second of all, it is sad because there are all these regular Pokemon and these Pokemon who have been controlled and kind of tainted by Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting each other to exhaustion. Like none of them are giving up and they're just all fighting and they like they can't stop and they're all getting exhausted. And Ash, who is the main character, is like, no, stop tries to get in the middle of it and gets turned to stone. Like, Oh, that's right. Like, and, and dies, you know, like actually, <laughs> yeah. because he gets caught in some, some powerful blast. I, I don't know if it's from you too or what, mm-hmm. but cause he's trying to stop all these Pokemon from hurting each other. And so he turns to stone and Pikachu. And if you've watched the show, they went on this whole <laughs> journey, right? And they got close and Pikachu didn't want to be his Pokemon at first. And, like, they were best buds, and it's so sad because Pikachu, like, keeps trying to wake him up, yeah. and he, like, shocks him with his thunder, like, keeps, like, trying to shock him awake, <laughs> and, like, you actually see, like, Pikachu cries, like, cries. little mm-hmm. Pikachu tears. Oh, my gosh. That wrecked me as a kid. That was that was pretty it's sad. It's so sad. Like, Pikachu just desperately trying to wake him up, not understanding that he can't get up. And that was, like, the saddest part. Oh. That. It was just Pikachu's reaction. He's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Uh, see, the, well, the thing that distracted me really about, that, about that movie is don't, when... Don't ruin this. I'm not going to. I'm just <laughs> going to say when Mewtwo starts floating them out of their beds and Misty's in her underwear, when I was a little boy, 
really was like, whoa. That was Jaren's awakening. (laughs) I'll be honest, that probably was my sexual awakening. It was Misty floating out of bed. Sorry, so sad. No, but no, it's because you're so sad. But um, he Ash does come back to life. Mewtwo sees like the the value of life and (laughs) learns a really important lesson and brings Ash out of his. I don't know, Stony Medusa-esque yeah. <laughs> slumber. <laughs> tough. Sorry. That is tough. Jay, saddest. <laughs> so saddest I had a really hard time with, and I, I grabbed <laughs> I grabbed three. Um, one of them I'm debating. <laughs> word. One of them I'm debating whether or not to say because I know it's probably somewhere else on your guys' list. Probably, mm-hmm. okay. yes. And I'll, I'll, I'll bring we'll that see. up later. Yeah, if, okay. if we don't mention it, bring it up. Okay. Okay, what are these two? Um... The first one is Hoban Washburn oh. from Serenity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I haven't seen it actually. That that death actually like got to me and oh, I just vividly remember him in the spaceship sad. dying. Yeah. And that that was really sad for me. He's um, he's like my favorite character. Yeah, he was he was everybody's favorite character. Yeah. He was great. Dang. And like Is that who's he played by? Is that uh, Alan, Alan, t- Alan Turing? Turing? Yeah. Alan yeah. Turing? <laughs> Alan Turing. <laughs> Alan Turing, the code breaker, yeah. imitation game. Not quite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And Bummer. like fans of like Firefly and stuff. Like I know my mom cried. She, like my mom's a big fan of Firefly. Or I did she, not know that she was. Yeah, no, that wow. surprised me. <laughs> Joss Whedon's just a master. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's good. And my last one is Colossus in like in the comic books oh. when he oh. when the legacy virus is out there killing everybody and he sacrifices himself um, to cure the legacy virus. And he doesn't come back for a while. He does come back because it's comic books. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Kitty Pride was really like shocked and excited to see him. So oh, that was a sweet moment. That's a good moment. Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah. And the other one I'm going to save because I'm positive it's okay. on one of yeah, your other lists. Okay. Yeah. He, he might have actually just seen it. Okay. Yep. Next. What you got? Most satisfying. And so by this we mean the death that was like yeah, like felt Finally. the best, yeah. right? And it could have been. You know, you could look at it a different way. I, I did leave it up to interpretation to see if there was, like, a satisfying, like, you know, good. But that's also kind of why I brought it most honorable, because that yeah. might be where that comes. So, most satisfying death. Modus, I'll start on this modus, one. Okay, yeah, it is. Uh, also, I have two. I'll just touch on them quickly. The mm. first one, especially quick, just because um, I mentioned it three weeks ago, The Witch King. Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Satisfying because, again, I'll touch on it, Eowyn, who is a wonderful hero and just wants to serve. She's a dutiful warrior of Rohan, defeats the Witch King, not because she's tough, but by virtue of her womanhood and because she's tough and brave and strong, is able to kill the Witch King, who is unkillable. Gandalf couldn't kill him, who is basically a demigod or like mm-hmm. an angel. Oh, Eowyn kills him. That is so satisfying. You're like, yeah, girl power and 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 justice and victory. Wow, it is absolutely amazing. It's good. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, And my second is Emperor Palpatine. Oh, Um, you know, I mean, that's an early. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, that's Star Wars (laughs) at its earliest. We've seen, you know, didn't see him in. Episode four, he's hinted at Darth Vader was like supposed to be the main bad guy, but then Luke has all this faith in his father and 
you know, even though it gives into his rage mm-hmm. a little bit at the mm-hmm. end, chops hand off, but then has that awakening. He's like, oh wait, robot hand, robot hand, robot dad, you know, kind of that <laughs> robot dad. After, I mean, he really was like, when he turns himself in, gives his lightsaber up, he's like, you're my father, like you're Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. you know, has so much hope in him. I mean, it's until the very end, Palpatine's like, okay, whatever, you're not going to do it. You're not going to kill Darth Vader. I'm just going to shock you to death. <laughs> Lightning. And even in all of that, Luke is like, father, you know, yeah. taps into that. Darth Vader throws him off the edge. I just, I love him. that. The images of, I love how Emperor Palpatine, like he's so like into the, the electrocution. <laughs> electrocution that he's like, when he's lifted up, he's still electrocuting. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like no, kind of like, yeah, he keeps like shocking. Like when st- yeah. Darth Vader picks him up and then like, as he throws him, like still like, electrocuting <laughs> as he falls. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. it's tough to stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's like, <laughs> But uh, that great. is that is satisfying because yeah. you know Palpatine's the baddest guy, he's controlling and, it's, everything. and it's redemption for Darth Vader, right? Which I had a hard time with after they did the prequels because it's like, like it it is redemption in 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 four, five, and six. It's redemption because Darth Vader's a bad guy, but he kills the worst guy and right. redeems himself. Loot. But then it's like, oh, he killed younglings. Oh, you like murdered kitties, slaughtered a room of children. Yeah, really, uh, it's a lot harder for me to <laughs> forgive Anakin. Oh, it's okay after that, but separating that, and when we just have four, five, and six, oh yeah, redemption. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, uh, let's go, Jer. To me, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, we're doing most satisfying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, I got three. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, t- quick, very quickly. <laughs> um, I'd say the most satisfying for me, though, number one, it's got to be Gollum. When Gollum um, is thrown, he fall. You know, just because he has been pursuing this ring and he's been conniving and manipulating, and he's been, you know, just ripping apart Frodo and, and Sam. And he hated Samwise. Which yeah, Sam, already Sam, makes Sam's him. the best character. <laughs> right. So he he is just like the bane of the freaking movie aside from Sauron. Mm-hmm. He is just awful, mm-hmm. right? And to see him finally, not only, it's like this ultimate resolution. He's like, I got the ring. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for me, that was so satisfying. Yeah. It's weird. Weirdly satisfying to see him finally get the ring. Like, oh, you got it. Yeah. Oh, like he's melting. like, yeah. <laughs> you know? And you worry too, because you're like, no, oh, it was at the Mount Doom. Is he going to take it and just run? And Yeah. So I don't know. I just seeing him melt and then seeing like his hand and his little face with the, oh, yeah, it yeah, just, yeah. it made me oh, so that's, happy. That's, that's, it is satisfying. So satisfying. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. And okay. So the other ones, yes. um, I gotta say kill Bill, kill Bill too. When mm-hmm. she, <laughs> when good. she finally kills him at the end. Who's Bill? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kill <laughs> <It's> Bill. <laughs> uh, when she finally kills him at the end, and he takes those five steps and just like just collapses, you're just like, oh, heck yeah! It's just it's so so redemptive, and it feels so good because mm. he's caused her so much torment, and he's just driving this whole train to Chinatown in a bad way, man. He is. Is he actually going to Chinatown? No, he wasn't. Oh, it's just a weird thing. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but he does that like cool pressure point thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's coolest stuff. Like chi blocking. Kinda, bow to his heart. Oh, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right, kind of, yeah. So cool. Um, okay, and then the last one, I would say most satisfying, Terminator 2, when T-1000, the metal guy who never dies, can mm-hmm. never die, finally dies at the end, and he melts in the pot and the vat of lava. Just because he's like, he's unstoppable, he's unkillable. Mm-hmm. They shoot him, they do, he keeps coming back. And it just, like, as a kid, watching that with my dad, it just, like, stressed me out to know, and I'm like, God, you sick freak. And finally he died, and I was just like, 
oh, there is a God. Like, it, <laughs> it felt so good to watch him die. But yeah, those are my most satisfying death. Okay, Jim. That is really cool. Most satisfying. Two, two sequels for you, Terminator 2 and Kill I know. Bill 2. Isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah. I have three as wow. well, but I'm going to just, I'm going to talk about one and then just run over the other two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're good. So you got the first one that I'm going to talk about is the death of the cop in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. The newer one. Um, oh, okay. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre beginning. Um, he doesn't die in that one, but he gets beat up and that's a really satisfying scene. Right. Is um, the cop like a bad guy? He is the worst guy. Oh. He's, <laughs> he's played it. by um, Arlie uh, Ermey, the... Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> Still oh, no, my bad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, you know him. Silly me. Uh, anyway, he's just the worst person, the worst character. You hate him. And to finally see him die was really nice. Nice. It was really nice. He gets run over. Oh, mm. sweet. Yeah. And in Texas Chainsaw Beginning, he like he gets beat up in like this revenge kind of a scene, mm. which was really nice. Nice. Um, the other two are John Fitzgerald from The Revenant. Oh. And Tom Hardy. Ooh, yeah, that felt so good. That was a good, good scene, good death scene. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Um, and finally, is basically everyone in in the movie. Um, you're next. Oh yeah. Basically, Dude. like all of the people who die in your next. It was really good to yeah. see them die. <laughs> Especially the, the killers, the guys that are... Yeah, like the main people. Yeah, the yeah. main bad guys. Oh, dude, and she just wrecks them in the yeah. dopest with the, ways. And she, like, grinds up one guy's head with a blender. Oh, my gosh. And, like, it's yeah. it's awesome. That is a very, very satisfying and horrific <laughs> scene. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Dang. Except good. for the, the cop at the very end. It, it's kind of tragic. Yeah. Mm. So... Spoiler. We won't go. We won't go into it. But those are my three. Yeah. Also, spoiler alert. Sorry, we should have at the beginning. If we, I mean, you should have figured if we're talking about death. See, yeah. If you have, and if you haven't seen a lot of these movies, shame on you. Honestly, if you didn't know Emperor Palpatine died. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you listening? Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, least Pambi's mother. Oh. Most satisfying. <laughs> you monster. Funniest. <laughs> oh, I also remember after he mentioned it, James Bond. Funniest also. Actually, in uh, Skyfall, I thought the I thought Javier Bardem's death was pretty funny. It actually, kind of was because he like you know he's ready. He wants M to kill both of them, mm-hmm. but then he like oh, and you see that James has thrown like this A huge knife. Bowie knife in his back, and he like turns and kind of like rolls his eyes, like yeah. he's like oh, like I'm so close. exasperated. Like yeah. I can't believe you actually. I thought that was like a really that was nice funny. touch. He was like, "Ugh, you kidding me?" And then dies. I know, and it wasn't bad acting. Like, it was purposeful. Yeah, he it was like, like him. Come on. Yeah, and then I, dies. I did love that. That yeah, was yeah, funny. Yeah. I well, since that. we're on the subject, can I just start for least satisfying then? Yeah, yeah least satisfying. Go for with it. With Javier Bardem Silva. Oh. Um, from Skyfall. Really? That was you least, least satisfying? satisfying? Here's the thing. I have a really <laughs> hard time with least satisfying. I didn't think of it until like earlier. I had a hard like, time until with this one too, actually. And I know that there's been so many unsatisfying deaths, but it was just the one that came to mind, simply. You know, it was the one that came to mind where hmm. I wanted to see him die more, mm. you know? Okay. I wanted to see more That's death. Fair. I, I can actually respect that. Because yeah, me too. Just, I don't know. He caused so much havoc. He, you know, blew Skyfall up is one of my favorite movies, it's honestly. Fun. It's my favorite Bond film, for sure, for me. Yeah. yeah. It, it bounced between that and Casino Royale for yeah. me, because I think... Oh, we could talk about yeah, that later. But um, <laughs> no, I agree. And just like a knife in the back, and it kind of collapses. I was like, I feel like he should have had like his head chopped mm-hmm. off. Or mm-hmm. I, don't, like, I thought it was awesome. Put in a bear. No, you know it was a good death. It. No, yeah, it was a good death. It's he just, just wanted more out of it. Wanted more because yeah. I like. The, I mean, I like. We uh, we see what's the guy's name? I want to say it's like Kincaid, 
the gameskeeper, mm-hmm. the groundskeeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Um, when they come in, and spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> so they come to James Bond's old childhood home, and they're ready to defend there. James has taken M there because Javier Bardem's character, Mr. Silva, wants to kill her. Mm-hmm. And they only have, like, a few weapons and some gunpowder and stuff. And then Kincaid, who's, like, this old Scottish, like, grizzled man, yeah. and he's like, if all else fails the old ways or something like that and like slaps this like huge bowie knife on the Mm -hmm. table and it's it's like a good like little funny moment but then we actually see Mm -hmm. like james chucks it in his back so but i do i get what you're saying you wanted to see more happen totally Mm -hmm. okay you know how he talked about like the rats in the barrel oh yeah i was like maybe we yeah Yeah. have like rats eat him (laughs) (laughs) put him in a barrel put him in a barrel with rats there you go but it was yeah. cool with, like, the cyanide capsule and, like, he takes yeah, out his teeth. Yeah. and like I, He was a fantastic villain. villain. Yeah. Oh, villain. Yeah, he was mm. awesome. Awesome. Good villain. Jer? Me? <laughs> Least right. satisfying. Least satisfying. Okay, this for me was easy. This came to me oh, really? so fast. Least satisfying. Boba Fett. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, He's yeah. supposed to be, like, the baddest bounty hunter oh, in totally the galaxy. True. He's like... Fair, dude. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, jetpack, you know, guns. I can take out anybody, get anybody. Got Han Solo. I mean, like... And yet, yeah. he's I standing. mean, he didn't even get Han Solo. Oh, it's true. Like he just delivered him. But he delivered Darth it. Darth Vader was pretty much right. the one who got so him. I hired you, yeah. and you, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like he looked so cool. He I think that's why awesome. people. <laughs> I know he wanted him yeah. to be so cool. You know, he walks in the Jabba's palace, like flirting with the girls. Yeah. It's like, man, this guy's so yeah. sick. Yeah. But then, like, he gets just accidentally Han, Han Solo's like, huh? Han <laughs> blind puts and, a spear in his chest. <laughs> You just hear him do the Wilhelm scream yeah. into the Sarlacc pit yeah. and just dies. It is it's a like, dumb death. You, you're kidding, right? Like, he should have at least at least died like his dad. Yeah. His dad had an awesome death with it's Kenobi. Totally. I know. Jango's so cool. Yeah. If you actually, like, compare him, yeah, Boba sucks. Boba, you, what a loser. But, like, a thousand years of digestion, that's kind of cool. Yeah. He didn't deserve it. But he got <laughs> accidentally bumped into the pit. Yeah, and so dude. basically waking up from a nap, like, what's going on? Like that's like <laughs> a that's him. like a Three Stooges plot. It is yeah, like absolutely. an accident, like huh? like yeah, turning and hitting Hardy and Brothers. like chain of events. Oh my gosh! Oh. And then it's that same so scene. Hardy Brothers? Do you mean Marx Brothers? No, the, 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 Laurel and Hardy Boys. Oh, Laurel and Hardy. Uh, oh, thank you. The, the Hardy Brothers. Yeah, Laurel yeah. and Hardy. Come. <laughs> Correction. Because there's the Hardy Boys, which is what yeah, the detectives. <laughs> Yeah. No, I meant Laurel and Hardy. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of vaudeville. Thank you. Yeah. You know, physical comedy, lowbrow. Han <laughs> turns <laughs> blind. Stabs his jetpack. You're right. Exactly. That's fair. Yeah. So dumb. Totally fair. Especially because the attention he gets now. Yeah. Like all the graphic things he's and the like. Biggest I mean, graphic like not like vile graphic, but I'm just talking about. He's on a lot of stickers and shirts and. He's yeah. everybody's favorite. Yeah. Like, that's because his armor is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Probably true. Yeah, he's just a well-designed, like, the art director behind Boba mm-hmm. Fett is the only reason he's popular. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also that scene where you have bad choreography Luke, where he kicks that guy, but he doesn't actually oh, yeah, kick yeah, the yeah. guy, yeah. and he yeah. just falls off. Yeah. Force kick. What's oh, well, we can call it a force <laughs> kick. We'll call it, that's what we we'll call script, it. In the script, like, erase, right, force <laughs> no, kick. force kick. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, least satisfying... I just felt like, I mean, I'm, I'm touching on this. I don't watch it, um, but I just understand that this is kind of one of the hallmarks of the show. Basically, any death in Game of Thrones, yeah. I feel like people have been very like, what, how could you, what? They're all shocked yeah. you hear. And again, I haven't seen it. Um, I don't plan on it either. But 
Um, we talk about you hear about the red wedding, and I've I've read up on a little bit of it and heard about with it with Arthur the red wedding, the red from last episode, last episode's fanfic, <laughs> communist, than the, yeah. George R R Martin. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I, a lot of people's favorites have been killed, and tough guys have been killed, and and strong, you know, and somehow your least favorite keeps living. Yeah, there was one satisfying death, I think, when the when the don't spoil it. Oh, and the, Spoiler in, the cur- in the current season? No, no, it was a few seasons ago. I, there's a, like, kind of that idiot kid Joffrey, mm-hmm. and he gets poisoned. I think people yeah. loved that. Yeah, but other than that, I, I will think... say there's a really satisfying death in the current season. That's like oh. finally. Um, you don't watch either, though. You just know about it, right? I, I've, I've I actually watched a few episodes from this season. Oh, you have actually? We're, I, <laughs> honestly, for one of my episodes coming up, expect a kind of Game of Thrones like. For those that don't like Game of Thrones, why you should consider it or what's the deal with it and probably have a guest uh, star on this and maybe, maybe talk about Game of Thrones. Maybe not. Probably not, actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my episode, <laughs> sir, and I may. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm I've kidding. seen like half the first season. You have? Yeah, I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I own it because I borrowed it from my friend Jake and then he moved to L.A. There so I don't know how I'm going to get that to him. Wow. It's yours. Well, I'm not. Sorry, <laughs> but I just understand that there are yeah. a lot of bummer deaths in that. It's like, how could they kill him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, now, most honorable death. Okay. I'll start with Jared on this okay. one. I have a feeling that mine and yours is going to be the same. Have you seen it already? I've what? seen his. I haven't, That's why I didn't say I him in my saddest death. I don't oh. know what you guys are going to say, but the most honorable death, and I would say, when I say honorable, I mean redemptive, I mean... Oh, I think we are going to say the same thing. We're going to say Boromir. Yeah. Yep, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boromir's death. This is Jaren and I both yeah. are most honorable. Um, oh, but man. just defending hobbits after he had... Yeah, after it's redemptive. He, it totally is after he had kind of I mean, lost the, control. He's the reason Frodo runs. Yeah, lost control of himself, lost control yeah. of his emotions, and really yeah. just started to panic. But at the end, he just takes all these he wakes arrows. Up. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful. So sad. I, w- I that was was that competition for saddest that was, death? That was in my Jason saddest. saddest. Yeah. yeah. Very, so sad. Mainly because of his death. speech at the end. That, okay. His yeah. speech oh. at the end so, kills me. Oh, my God. So, first of all, those of you who don't know, Boromir, character in Lord of the Rings, tries to take the ring from Frodo, realizes mm-hmm. he messed up. Frodo runs away. All the bad guys start coming. There are other hobbits. Boromir comes to defend these other two hobbits. Takes... Four arrows, I think. At least, no, about to take a fourth. Takes three arrows to mm-hmm. the torso by this one main bad Urukai. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he takes one, keeps fighting, kills like a ton of Urukai. Takes another, keeps fighting, keeps killing him. Takes another, keeps fighting, but drops down. And then the last Urukai is about to come yeah. and like oh, no, shoot right, in his, right in his face. But then he gets stopped and Aragorn kills mm-hmm. that Urukai. So Boromir's sitting here bleeding out. And, oh chills already because Aragorn then comes over. Aragorn is the rightful, he's the heir to the throne of Gondor Mm -hmm. and Boromir is a captain of Gondor and is just a nationalist. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to use the ring to defend Gondor. He loves his but people. But also, like, in his defense, he was very corrupted by the ring. And everyone he was who, corrupted Everyone who came around That's the, the thing. ring was corrupted And he by woke it. up and realized, yeah. oh, what have I done? And so he redeems himself by, you know, trying to save these two hobbits yeah. and he, he, Aragorn's talking and, and mentions, he says, our people. Mm-hmm. And then Boromir's like, our people? Because they're both Gondorians, mm-hmm. you know? And, um. Doesn't he call him brother? Yeah. So, oh. so. My My yeah. Oh. So Boromir says, <laughs> we're like geeking out. So Boromir, he's like, I would have followed you to the end. My brother, my captain. Yeah. My king. Yeah. 
And he gets his sword and he like hard yeah, holds it to he his He like heart. holds his hand out and Aragorn puts his sword in his hand mm-hmm. and he, you know, clasps it and oh. gets sent off of a waterfall mm-hmm. in a boat. What a wo- what an oh. honorable way to die. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, that if you don't at least get somewhat Terry during that scene, stop listening. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, Jaren and I both, that's the most honorable. Absolutely. Because it's, it's redemptive too. Yeah. It is, you know. He goes through this journey. We can all, none of us can relate to Aragorn. No, he's perfect. <laughs> he's, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone can relate to Boromir. Mm-hmm. Moment of weakness. Moment of weakness. Wants it. to do what's right, yeah. you know, and redeems himself. Yeah. Oh, I can. Oh. Love it. All right. Jay. My most honorable, and I think Jaren will kind of agree with me on this one. Mm-hmm. We can talk about this. It comes from the movie Gran Torino. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Yeah. So with Walt, this character who's like this, just this racist, right? His death at the end, Mm -hmm. Clint Eastwood, love him. If I could meet Clint Eastwood right now, I would do it. I'd leave the podcast. I would Stop talking to you guys. (laughs) I'm out of here. I think we all would. Yeah, I would. I would. I would stop. Clint Eastwood, if you're listening. uh, I am your biggest fan. I've seen all of your movies and I own all of your movies. So Um, anyway, uh, yeah, his death at the end where he walks out goes into his shirt like he's going to pull out a gun or something, mm-hmm. but it's just... Just a lighter. Yeah, just a lighter, and the gang shoots him up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, very redemptive also. And it's so, like, sacrificial. Like, he it's does this to yeah. save... So he's in this he's in this neighborhood mm-hmm. with, I want to say it's... Vietnamese. Vietnamese people. He fought in the Vietnam War, which is why he's so racist. Yeah, it's, it's this Hmong community. Yeah, and he... I mean, then there's this gang in the community that is horrible and and kind of has that community um in their clutches and there's a young neighbor boy that he has who gets kind of abused and bullied by these guys and Clint Eastwood very begrudgingly takes this kid under his wing yeah mm-hmm. and um really to like pay a debt to yeah, yeah 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 um and then realizes kind of as the gang violence is getting worse and as they're threatening him and threatening the boy um Who's at least like a teenager? He's not like a young boy. He's, yeah, he's, he's like probably 16. seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Um, realizes that like these guys, they're not going to get caught. Like th- there has to be evidence. Right. Like there has to be an actual. And so yeah, Clint Eastwood goes up to the gang house and starts talking to him, and they're all out there. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I got a light." Yeah. And reaches into his jacket and makes it look like he's going to pull out a gun. Because he, because ha- early in the movie, he had pulled out like a huge mm-hmm. revolver mm-hmm. to threaten yeah. them. Yeah. And so they all, before he can pull anything out of his jacket, just light him up, just pepper him with yeah. bullets. And then he dies and you see that it was just a lighter. Mm-hmm. So then they could actually be convicted. Mm-hmm. Totally. Good one, Jay. It was a good death and it was redemptive and it was, it was cool. That's a good one. And all the, all the, all the gangsters or gang members get put away yeah. and he, and the, he the saves neighborhood the whole safe. town. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And then it's called Gran Torino because he has this old Gran Torino car. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how it all starts is the boy tries to, like, go steal in his and car. steal his car. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Man. That's how he meets the kid. That is such, <laughs> yeah. such a touching movie. And then the boy, and he, he bequeaths the car to the kid mm-hmm. instead of his snotty granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> his whole family is snotty. But great, great death, Jay. Yeah, awesome. way to go. Okay, so, um, quickly, you guys weren't ready for this. What's the best death? The best the best. Oh, the best death? Oh, What's the best death? Of all of the deaths. Of all the deaths. Let's say the ones we listed. What's the best? Hitler's out of was all everything good. that we listed. Hitler's was pretty good. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you... Everything you, we listed. Oh, out of everything we listed. What's the best death? Which oh, one wins for best? I, I think we have to give it to Boromir. 
I would, I would I think, think, I would probably give it to Poromir. Yeah. Hold on, let me like go over my list real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I mentioned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, the way Jason Todd died, though. You are so okay. <laughs> you animal. He got taken over by that crowbar and then it blown up. Like that's, that's pretty good. That's oh, a hardcore I death. Think, I don't know everything around the death. Jay, Jared and I agree. It's, yeah, it's I guess agree to disagree, Like, that's the Jay. most sentimental, but, like... No, it's not. It's more than sentimental. <laughs> it's, like, it's very meaningful, but, like, as far as getting dead... <laughs> that is, so Jay's, like, that's best very, physical yeah, death. See, that's a very Jason thing to say. <laughs> best physical death. Hmm. Zamboni's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Balloon. <laughs> oh, Balloon... Yeah, mm. Dr. Kaninga. Yeah, Best I mean, physical, yeah. That's I, big. Can pick one, I think I think kind of this, the, I don't know, Boromir, I would say, is like, because it, it's good. so, I mean, it was on your list for sad. Yeah. And yeah, ours for most honorable, you know. It hit all three. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I will say this, though. Can I just, a quick honorable mention, I won't spoil anything, but go see It if you want to see some really some, satisfying death. Some good <laughs> stuff, dude. Holy that cow. opening scene with Georgie was dude, don't so even, don't good. I'm not even going to talk about it. I don't even talk about but it. Yeah, go see it if you want some really satisfying <laughs> yeah. deaths. I'm also, too, I'm too scared. <laughs> I want to say some honorable mention least satisfying deaths, and I'm going to catch some heat, bad boys. I'm, I'm going to say, because I, I thought about a lot of least satisfying deaths, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and some of them, a lot of them came from Marvel movies, like mm-hmm. all of the Marvel movies. They have a hard time with final confrontations with yeah. bad guys. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, I see. Okay. I, I like the way Ronan died in Guardians of the Galaxy. I hated it. Jason didn't like... No, I liked it. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. <coughs> but it's like, his death was unsatisfying. Hmm. Mm. That's fair. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, okay. All right, Eli. You got a... Uh, okay, yeah. So that's, to say? that's death. That is our episode on death. <laughs> um, again... Just want another quick shout out to Salt Lake Comic Con. We're yeah, so excited to be there. So come in hot. Every year. Brace yourselves. Now it's time for Unrelated, Unrelated. Unrelated, Unrelated. Five, six. Unrelated, Unrelated. Nice, guys. It was a real rhythm. Okay. This actually is a fan submission. We want interaction from you guys we want you guys to reach out to us we want you guys to talk i mean revelator we love your emails we, we want, want more fan from submission more submit yeah. yeah come on guys submit reach out to, to us. us leave a review on itunes please do uh we've got six right now and yeah. i know there are more than six of you listening so i hope a fair few more there are maybe seven <laughs> If you're listening, leave a review. It's not that hard. You're probably already listening on your phone. Yeah. Hop on your phone. Five stars, please. Just, they is good. Like, if you like one. death, Honestly, and if you're waiting for death, leave a review. <laughs> if uh, if you Make wanna... this the last thing you oh, Jason. Jason. I'm sorry. Monster. No. <laughs> we want you all to be alive. Okay? Yeah. This is serious. This is, we love you, and we just want some support. <laughs> you know? Um, because the more clout we have the more quality content we can content quality content <laughs> we can give you guys you know from from salt lake comic con to, to who knows where else <sighs> <laughs> the sound the breath of a dreamer <laughs> so this unrelated unrelated was submitted by ben colette Ooh. Mm-hmm. um 
we've only had one submission. We've only had one fan email us and one comment on Instagram yeah. about suggestions. Guys, we want to hear what Submit you want to hear. Unrelated, unrelated. Mm-hmm. And Submit uh, to us. we'd love to have we'd love to have the problem where we have too many to choose from. Yeah. But Ben Collette submitted this unrelated, unrelated. Who would win in a fight? Ash Ketchum with no Pokemon <laughs> or Harry Potter with no magic. Oh, Oh, wow. So, so just, just basically, brawling. it's a brawl. Who do you think is going to win? Ash Ketchum is 10 years old. What well, version I mean, of We would have to make them the same yeah. age. So it's yeah. Harry first year, first year and Ash on his adventure. Oh, Ash. Ash. Ash Barnum. Ash for because, me too. Because um, Harry's, uh, I think, <laughs> See, I don't know what it is with these huge franchises, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Why do they make the main hero, at least initially, so... Annoying. I don't think Harry's annoying. And lame. Oh my uh, gosh, he gets so. so whiny. Also, I know you're talking about Frodo. That's yeah. only in the movies. In the books, Frodo is actually awesome. I love yeah. Elijah Wood. I love we Elijah know. Wood. I'm gonna tell well, him I, I love him. I'm gonna tell him I love him. I'm gonna Com- tell him you love Comic-Con. him. I'm gonna say I that a lot Jason of times. Loves you. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna say a lot of times people because my name's Elijah Webb, and so people call me as a joke Elijah Wood a lot. And that's how we're going to bond. And I'm going to be closer to him than you are, Jason. He's going to love me so much. Everybody knows that he's probably like somewhere on my list of number one or number two of actors that I would hang out with. Yeah, it's true. Physically, him and Jason are very similar. They're yeah. Small, spry lads. But my name's Elijah Webb. Pert. And his is Elijah Wood. We just need to do like a Dragon Ball Z fusion ha with you two. Oh, yeah. Darren, you don't have to meet him No, with I don't us. care. No, you don't, you don't. <laughs> Sorry, Elijah. <laughs> No, um, I, I think we all agree, Ash. I think, yeah, Ash. However, and I do want to point out, Harry can take a beating. Yeah. He He's can. got stamina. He's got endurance he because does. Dudley <laughs> is horrible to him. Yeah. And his whole life, he has been beat, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. actually physically abused, right. locked in the cupboard, you know? So I think he could take it. But he couldn't dish it. I don't think he could dish it. I yeah. just don't, yeah, I don't know that he could. I think... Ash is all offense, and I think Harry's all defense. <laughs> yeah. Ash has more vigor. Yeah, he does. Like, he's, he goes he's out on a lot more spunky. So, yeah, he's life. a lot more spunky. So it's kind of what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable <laughs> object. So I mean, that that uh, with that it makes it difficult because it, would it just be you know I mean because you can only exert so much energy over time. Would Harry just outlast him? You know, as he's getting beat, and then once Ash tires himself out, you know, Harry just maybe a few good punches and he's down. Or can Ash wear through the the wall of defense that Harry's built up? Mm-hmm. I still think I would give it to I'd Ash, though. I still think so. That's he's he's this. I think he has enough tenacity. Ash is not a quitter, and I think that's kind of a theme. Like we gotta keep going. He also talks a lot. Maybe that would really. I, get. I picture <laughs> Ash like a little bit more physical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? He is a little more, more like action yeah. hero. I mean, he's running all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene. Yeah, he's always moving. Like, 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 yeah, and and Harry he gives lives in more of a more of our world with magic and has magic. Right, um, but Ash is he's a physical guy. He is, and he gets up and goes into this new like adventure, this new world, mm-hmm. without even like saying bye to his mom. Like he just kind of yeah, leaves. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think it'd be more emotional. Um, they have kind of a. A Skype thing though they talk. I thought that was pretty cool. Pokemon was ahead of its time with video chatting. That's true. That's true. That I would say. So yeah, I'll give it to Ash. All right, there you go. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um. So thank, once again, thank you, thank ben. you, Ben. Yeah. For uh, reaching out with that, guys. 
reach out to us. Yeah, we want to so, we want to interact with you. This is for you guys. Yeah. Every every fan for himself. Yeah. Email us at everyfanforhimself at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us what you want to hear. EFFH podcast. At EFFH podcast. Yeah. And um, we're starting up a Facebook page pretty soon. I'm sure that'll start showing up. And yeah. You'll get a peek at that. Like mm-hmm. that. And we'll open, like we'll have it open so you can write on the wall. Yeah. And tell we us what want, you think. we really like. As much as we said in the first episode, this is for us, it still is, so, so we can have our nerdy conversations. But if you guys want to interact, we we'd won't. love to hear from you because we really do appreciate your listening. And if there's anything, you know, any kind of shout out, any sort of, hey, I want to hear this on an episode. Absolutely. It'll all be taken into consideration, especially if you get early on, you know, Revelator and Ben. You're our only interactive fan so far. Totally. You know, but we know a media. lot of people are listening. Yeah, it's true. And and I, we and we talk to people and they say, you know, but we want to hear be a part over of media and stuff be too. Be a part of us. Um, a big thanks again to Salt Lake Comic Con for the media passes. We're yeah. excited and we'll be there September 21st to 23rd. Get your tickets, guys. It's going to be a huge event. So fun. It's one of the biggest Comic Cons in the country. It is. Um, it always gets a huge fan base it actually broke the world record for most people dressed as superheroes in mm. one place mm. two years ago i was dressed as moon knight that year yeah <laughs> Jason's i was it. i was dressed as arthur from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yep. i was dressed as walter White uh, or jesse pinkman i think i was jesse just because i had hair <laughs> yeah i just threw on a hazmat suit and a gas mask and, and your was, wife was kiki was, my wife was kiki from kiki's delivery service mm-hmm. yeah so it's good year. Come, we love Comic-Con. So please, it's enjoy. so fun, you guys. There's art. There really is something for everyone, even if you're a casual fan. You don't have to be a huge nerd or even a comic book fan. It's kind of just a, a fan fest, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, my wife, especially her first time she went, she wasn't really that big into any of... I mean, she she got into Star Wars, but... Oh, yeah. And she's, she's more of a nerd now. We've worn her down. But <laughs> it really is fun for anyone just because there's such cool art and events chances to meet celebrities activities activities all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's oh, yeah. such like, cool merchandise honestly you could go and you don't even have to talk to the celebrities you can see them yeah like, just walking you through you can see like, them oh like gosh, talking to mark people. hamill or whatever yeah <laughs> honestly i mean i met i met anthony daniels i met the guy who played c3 yeah. yeah and i just got i just had to stand in line for 10 minutes it was awesome i mean i think we, i think we all, we met, all met um d, d. Bradley Bradley. Baker. we talked about that yeah. actually yeah a few episodes ago yeah met d bradley baker um, so it'll be fun. So it's awesome. So please yeah. come to that. Come say hi to us. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. We're happy to have you on board. This has been Every Fan for Himself. I'm Eli Webb. I am Jaron Jolly. And I'm Jason Kinney. Thanks so much.